Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tighten up those laces, straighten that headband. It is time for CHGO Marathon, a podcast about the culture, community, and challenge surrounding one of the world's greatest races. CHGO Marathon is brought to you by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO Sports, and the beer you'll be drinking when you cross that finish line on October 8th. If you're coming to Chicago for the race, check out one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash locations. What's up, everyone? I'm Kevin Kadick, the head of content at CHGO and a first-time entrant in the Chicago Marathon. We are 40 days away from the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon. And to celebrate, we are welcoming our biggest guest yet, race director, Carrie Pinkowski. Carrie, welcome to the show. Kevin, thank you for having me on. This is... Uh this is great. We're adjacent to the marathon course, so uh, I think I can feel the energy a little bit here. It's yeah, it goes right down here, uh, right, right down the Adams, way. yeah, right through the West Loop here for yeah. sure. So uh, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being a, a first-time entrant, like I mentioned. Um, excited to have you here because you know you've been the Chicago Marathon for a long time. You've uh, you know been part of it since 1990. And uh, it's gone from your first year was 6,168 runners. This year will feature That's over... That's a very liberal, <laughs> liberal count there. <laughs> it was liberal. Okay, it's a little inflated. Yeah, right. So, today well, we'll you, take it. Today we'll you said it. maybe over 47,000 in this yes. year's race. Mm-hmm. Is that inflated? No, that's, that's, those are real numbers. Those are real numbers. So, yeah. So we, um, uh, we are, uh, I, I, you know, for me, I'm always humbled by the, uh, the support and the demand of, uh, of the event. So uh, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me that... Uh, the event has grown over the years, and and the turnout that we have, we we will have all all fifty states represented, and this is in our general participants, and over a hundred and ten countries that'll be That's represented crazy. in our general participants. So it's just going to make for a great day. Yeah, and so then also I heard yesterday you were actually on the Chicago Cubs broadcast with with Pat Hughes and Ron Coomer. You mentioned that this year the millionth finisher will cross the finish line. That's correct. Uh, in the four, this is our 45th running, and we will be finishing a million. Uh, we'll go over a million finishers, well over a million finishers. So, uh, our team, our staff is uh, at work, um, uh, working on a formula that we'll be able to identify that million finishers. So we have we have some estimates. So more work to be done, but we'll definitely go over a million finishers, which is which is quite a milestone. And uh, I think it's just a um, an illustration of. Uh, 
what we've created, what, a partnership with the city mm-hmm. that uh, a million people uh, have made their way here and, and, uh, and discovered this great community. It's amazing. My question for you was, um, what do I have to do to ensure that I'm the millionth <laughs> person? And then does the millionth person get anything? Uh, the, the millionth finisher will be showered with Goose Island beer well, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, that to myself anyway. We but. are working on we are working on that for sure. Um, yeah. To identify that person, but there will be some celebration around it and uh, and and recognition. So um, we're working towards that goal. Very cool. So a uh, little bit of a, a short bio on you. You you ran track at Hammond High School in Indiana, just over the border. Uh, you were a 1975 grad. I was looking through uh, newspapers.com for articles about you. A lot of uh, times of Northwest Indiana, there was a lot of pictures of you <laughs> winning races. And, and it's a long times. time ago. Ken. It was very cool, yeah. <laughs> so then you ran at Villanova University. Um, sure. Then, then uh, also you ran the 1983 Chicago Marathon and finished in two hours, 20 minutes, and 43 seconds. Uh, which I'm kind of hoping for my halftime. So congrats wow. on that. But oh, you've done your homework. <laughs> so, but that's the only time you ever ran it was, and yeah. I guess so this would be I, the 40th anniversary I, of that. I actually, uh, I, I want to say I ran uh, St. Louis Marathon and paced one of my friends that was qualifying for the Boston Marathon. So, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what our, what our time was there, but um, yeah, yeah, that was my my one and only competitive. I trained for. A bunch of them and uh, uh, didn't make the start line, which is which is a, which is a challenge. I got hurt a couple of times and injured, mm-hmm. so I think that uh, is why I kind of crossed over to the uh, the production side of it, just because I I couldn't get to the finish line. So um, why not uh, yeah. work on the other side? I was going to ask, like, is it, like if you don't run marathons and you're a marathon race director, is that like somebody who like works at Burger King and does never wants to eat a Whopper, <laughs> like that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess you can make that's kind of a a stretch. Yeah. But I'm not, you know, uh, I have run in uh, our our Shamrock Shuffle, our 8K that we do in the springtime that kicks off the running running season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got an uh, an excellent, uh, an amazing relationship with Bank of America who sponsors our 8K, uh, the Shamrock in March. And then we launched uh, our 13.1, which is on the west side, and, and then the marathon. And uh, I've run on the shuffle, and I still, I still get out there and, and get through it. So yeah. I'm taking a look at the uh, 13.1, but I'm not saying I will never run a marathon again, but uh, it'll be toward the end of my career, I think, as, a, as the race director. I was going to say, like, you were such a high-level runner and so competitive does it like not even do anything for you? Like I'm going to like get in this and oh, not no. run. like it's not just <laughs> enough to finish. Right. No, no. It, it's, you know, I'm a little bit, it's, uh, those days were a while ago, but it's yeah. still, it's still fun to get out there. I mean, I, my goal was, I mean, what I also do is, uh, raise money for charity. So we have, I've had a, a great run the last four years, raised over a hundred thousand dollars in the last four years for local charity. So that's, nice. that's, that's a motivation there too, but I enjoy it. I think it gives me a great, great perspective, um, mm-hmm. to, to kind of be in the, that community. And, uh, although I'm not going as fast as I did 20, 30, 40 years ago, right. um, there's still people that pass me going up Roosevelt road and I try to pass them back. So there's a little bit of competition there, but not much. I see it. Yeah. So I, I do want to talk a little bit about your journey as um, as the race director from over the last, you know, 30 plus years. Um, but the one thing I kind of read, I actually read in this book, uh, the Chicago Marathon uh, by Andrew Suazo, and he's going to be on the show, actually, I think in two weeks. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but in there, you said you get really busy 
eight to nine weeks out. I mean, it's a 52-week year job, obviously, but eight to nine weeks is where it really gets crazy. So my first question is, what are you doing here? But like, what is your next 40 days going to look like? Well, I mean, we have an amazing team. I think, I think if you step back and, and look at what it takes to, to, to produce one of these events, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, the baseline of what we create is tra- and, and what, what the end result is, we transform 26.2 miles of urban roadway into what is the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Yeah. And, and one of the more unique uh, aspects of the event is it's, it's a block-by-block, block, really unique uh, tour of the city of Chicago. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of planning, a lot of scheduling, a lot of outreach, a lot of meetings with uh, mm-hmm. uh, with people, so they know that the marathon is coming, and that also if they on that day they have to uh, they have other plans or they have some other things they need to do that day that they're aware of street closures. So there's a lot of uh, and 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 uh, alternate routes where they can get to where they need to get to. So if you think about um, just in this market, we had the Cubs. Uh, playing maybe they'll hopefully they'll make it into the playoffs yeah. uh, they had a little bit of a setback last night but I, that starts with uh, the city the bears the bears have been uh, chicago bears have been an amazing uh partner over the all the years that i've done it they've uh they schedule the bears for an away game they always or, agree to which to is leave town. which <laughs> is amazing which is amazing that they're uh that they're that flexible along with the yeah. nfl and tim lefever at at, uh, at soldier field amazing um, but there's just it's just a lot of planning and putting the finishing touch-ins. I, I mean, it, it becomes then the implementation of everything, sure. uh, the design, the, how we build things uh, with the park district in the city, and all of that goes together. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, it's a pretty. Uh, pretty amazing checklist it's yeah it's crazy um i would like to thank the bears for actually not only being out of town but they don't play until monday night so i have no responsibilities <laughs> that day as, as head of content here right which is, I, I, they're, I think they're playing thursday night uh right with, with, uh, in yeah washington. thursday that's right in washington thursday, so for right. sure um so how big is your staff we have uh 40 full-time people that that are dedicated to just mm. different aspects and then we have some uh contracted positions that do some things and as we get Closer to event week, uh, we'll have probably about 700 uh, people working wow. uh, on the production. So uh, that's the setup in the build in Grant Park mm-hmm. and all of the pieces. I mean, there's there's three key elements. There's our start finish area in Grant Park, uh, our expo, and uh, you know which is the registration and the you know how we process all of our participants at McCormick Place, and then the route, which is yeah. 26. Point two miles of the city of Chicago. And then does every city agency, and I think almost every city agency is involved, do they, they I assume they have point people who are the marathon people? Sure. Um, Chicago, in my opinion, and I, being a, a board member of the of the World Marathon Majors, I, I have the opportunity to, to travel to New York or Boston or Tokyo or Berlin. Mm-hmm. Chicago is the best event city uh, in the world, in my opinion. And the, and the reason that it works so well and the reason that so many great events uh, are produced in Chicago and produced simultaneously is that we have the Office of Emergency uh, Communications and Management, which mm-hmm. is the, the centering post. And it's a unified command strategy where all of the departments come together for the planning meetings and there's there's a, a real transparency and an updating and uh, yeah. really week by week. And that's with all of the events. That's the other great events that go on in the city of Chicago. Uh, Lollapalooza. We had NASCAR earlier in the summer. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into that, but there's a very, very uh, wonderful staff 
that uh, is is coordinated. The Chicago Police Department, Park Districts, Fire, Streets and Sand, IDOT, everybody, the state police that, that play roles in this, and um, it's done in a real in a real team uh, format, and uh, and the staging of it works very well. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to see as many different aspects of Chicago life just kind of come together. And to me, that's what I've always loved about the Chicago Marathon is I think it's really one of the few things where almost, I think everyone, I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I think almost everyone has a generally favorable opinion on it. Now, maybe some people are angry that they got rerouted or whatever, but sure. it's such a point of pride for for Chicago. And, you know, we're ba- our, our city, our company is based in Denver. We have an outlet in Phoenix. And when I said I wanted to do a Chicago Marathon show, they kind of like looked at me and I was like, you, you, like, you just don't quite understand. In, in Chicago, the marathon is a thing. The marathon is a point of pride. It's, you know, if there was another star on the flag, it might be for the marathon, right? So it's, uh, you know, to, to be part of it as, as a spectator is great. To be part of it as a volunteer is great. And now to, for me to be on the doorstep of, of being a participant is, is very cool. So, um, I, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> no, I think, a little soapbox thing. I think one of the aspects of the route is that it it gives our participants an amazing tour of the city, mm-hmm. the architecture, the neighborhoods, uh, the fabric, the ethnicity of of the community. But it's also very accessible to friends and family members. So one of the one of the aspects that's a wonderful compliment is that individuals that have may have a, a friend, family member, uh, someone from you know a fellow worker that are running you can get on the L and get to different locations where in New York or Boston, that's a little bit more difficult because it's point to point. So right. there's this, there's this um, element of the event that's become a tradition where you jump on the L, which is an experience if you have not been to Chicago before. Yeah. And the CTA is amazing. You put additional staff uh, race morning and at the airport at o- O'Hare and Midway where they, we have a, a lot of our international visitors take the train. So they, mm-hmm. they get a real kind of... Um, ground level introduction to uh, to the city and getting to different neighborhoods. And I've had people that have had a cousin or a relative or their wife or, or loved one decides to run and they're, they live up north and they're, they're like, I had never been to Chinatown. I've lived here for 20 years, but the marathon, I right. got on the train, I got on the L and came down to Chinatown, which was great. People from Chinatown went up north. So there's all of that in addition to it. So there's that intrinsic energy that makes, yeah. it, makes it very special. I've done the hopscotching with, with the L. I've, I've done it on bike, which, which is fun. So sure. uh, don't get to use a bike this time around, but, you know, that's another story. Um, does it ever get routine running a marathon? I mean, you've done this so many times. Can you ever say it's routine? It, it, it doesn't because, um, uh, I mean... <laughs> You know, you can you can talk about we we've been very very uh, successful um, with and some amazing sponsors that have supported the event. Uh, I mm-hmm. mentioned Bank of America uh, here in Chicago. Rita Cook, who is our, our market president, is just an amazing. Uh, she's got a great vision uh, and really supports the event and sees the value of it, not just as as a running event, but the other pillars of the event, which yeah. is our philanthropic and the economic, and then the social aspect of it. But I think when you drill down um, to the baseline of it, it every for me every year, um, it's this uh, genuine expression of sacrifice and commitment mm-hmm. that, that just transcends uh, transcends the experience. I still enjoy one of my favorite things is uh, the first first day of training with the training groups. I like to go out and yeah. uh, and and talk to people and. 
you know, you can see these individuals that are, uh, in many cases, it's their first marathon, um, and they are um, wide-eyed. They hang on every <laughs> word. They have the most entry-level questions. Yeah. And um, and 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 you can see there's there's some concern. I don't want to say that. I, I would say how many first-time marathon runners? How many are excited? How many are scared to death? And the hands go up. And then I come back. I'll come back five or six weeks later, and all of a sudden you see this confidence. <laughs> And then, like we, we'll have our the twenty mile run that we that uh, the Chicago area runners uh, yeah. ready to run, and you'll see which went from these very concerned, wide eyed individuals to these conf- confident athletes, right? And they're like ready to go, and it, it's it, that transformation and that journey is amazing, and and that's what motivates motivates me because every year you'll mm-hmm. meet somebody new that has a different story and why they came to the marathon, but it's all the years I've done it, it's 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 an individual expression it's one foot in front of the other i think even more so now we live in such a crazy environment when we're bombarded with so much information that yeah this is almost like an opportunity for a simple a simpler way i mean training for a marathon from point a to point b is it's a lot of work it's a lot of sacrifice uh there's celebration there's heartbreak but you control the destiny Mm -hmm. Uh, and there's so many other you know the, the the shoes, the apparel. The, the, the we've got great groups that train, and, and we, so the people that go through the training get through the finish line. But it's just it's it's a much more of a positive experience than it has been. But the relationships that are made, you become part of this culture, this mm-hmm. intrinsic culture where everything else falls away, right? And everybody's together on this journey, and it never gets old. Uh, I'm never moved. I've never. I'm always moved by it. race morning. I walk out and you just feel this excitement and energy and, yeah. and I, I live a charmed life. I, t- to be able to be part of that at this point in my life and to be moved by this uh, celebration of humanity never gets old. Yeah. I, I've said that before, you know, like everything seems like such a hamster wheel now. There's always another thing to tweet. There's always another podcast to do. With this marathon, what it's done for me is, okay, it's introduced this thing. I started in, in June and there's there's an end date in October, right? And sure. and you, there's going to be a sense of accomplishment that you don't necessarily get with a lot of other things in life. A sense of like finality. And so I guess for you, it's like okay, you you get done and, and you have a you, you pull off a race in 2023, and then the next morning you start thinking about 2024. Start thinking about 2024. Uh, we will we launch our uh, 2024 registration mm-hmm. the week of the of the 23 event. So okay, they they do overlap. But I mean, for our team, uh, I'm so proud of our CEM team. We just have an amazing staff that's are dedicated and mm-hmm. work hard and are connected to. Uh, and they want to. Their goal is to make the, the experience um, better. And our, our team collectively and our sponsors, we build it from the ground up, mm-hmm. uh, which is important. And uh, that like-minded uh, perspective, everything really. The chemistry is amazing. Sure. So uh, before we kind of get on to like how how you built this in the first you know ten or fifteen years, the last ten years have been been really crazy. I mean, first with the bombing of the Boston Marathon in 2013, introducing. You know, obviously a whole different set of concerns. And then with COVID, you having to cancel the race three years ago. What has that been like? Well, I think um, the um, what took place in Boston uh, was uh, just heartbreaking, uh, emotional. And, and for all of us, it was it was a time for us to come together. 
Um, we were um, invited by the Boston Marathon, our, our operations team and the operations team of New York for their first planning meeting with the Boston um, police mm -hmm. and review of what happened. So um, from that point in time, uh, we individually and collectively move forward. Um, you know, obviously, uh, our Chicago Police Department here, uh, one of the best departments in the, in the world is, uh, in the production of events. Uh, it was, you know, you think like, what, what really moved me was it, it wasn't like, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. How are we going to do it? And what are the steps that we need to take yeah. uh, to make sure something like this uh, never happens again? So um, everybody rolled their sleeves up. Uh, I, I, I was very impressed with, uh, with the city of Chicago, um, the mayor's office, everybody. They were like, all right, we've got it. We're going to get past this. But this is going to, we're, we're not going to be disrupted by this. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to do the things we need to do, but the, this event will move forward. We're not going to we're not going to hesitate or, or or stop in any way. So, that as heartbreaking as that was, that was very remote, rewarding because you really saw the heart and soul of our community come together, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, our numbers were amazing. Our volunteers were amazing. So there was a certain kind of curiosity when we came back after that, and um, you know there was everybody was all in and. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was a, a big point uh, for me and for our event and for the industry. Uh, COVID, you know, that, that affected everybody. That threw yeah. everybody for uh, uh, an amazing period of time. It's, um, but we, we knew we would get through it, and uh, we had to pause. And we, I thought our team did a, a great job with uh, making the adjustments with the pause and giving uh, people an opportunity for a refund of their entry, but also... Uh, deferring for the next couple sure. of years. So the majority of the people were like-minded in that. They, they deferred and they, you know, we gave them a three-year window that they could defer. So mm -hmm. um, we got through it. But it was, uh, as everybody, yeah. it's just a crazy time. You know, it's and, almost and you like, made the decision in like June, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was pretty evident at that point. It just wasn't going to be, be possible. So, so it was for, for someone that's done the event as, as long as I have, it was an odd day, you know, yeah. Marathon Sunday was just an odd day for me. It was, it was, I felt like I was off kilter a little bit. So right. I know a lot of people did it virtually and yeah. did it that way. Um, but it was great to get back in 2021 and, and, uh, and, and have the event again. I mean, the flip side is a lot of people took up running in 2020 because they couldn't go to gyms or didn't want to go into gyms. Have you seen the effects of that? I, I think a lot of people went in the other direction too. There was a lot of, you know, <laughs> I did that uh, a little bit. Uber yeah. Eats and, yeah, you yeah. know, we kind of got caught up in the support your local businesses, right, you know, right. order food. I and, got into you know. running because of COVID. Yeah. My gym was shut down for a year. It yeah. was, yeah. So I just started running around the neighborhood. It's very, I like it. Awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, it's sure. been a couple of years and out of the house. Yeah, People no, totally. People got out and started walking. Sure, I will say I did. Uh, I did support my local restaurants as well, though, okay. <laughs> very much during COVID. So, right. so you did. You did both. I did both. Yeah, great balance. All right. So uh, in 1990, you th that was your the, the beginning of your time with the Chicago Marathon. You had been involved with other local road races, and and then Chicago Marathon was not what it is today like i mentioned before 6000 runners which you said was generous um but what what was that first year like what do you remember from it oh well if i can back up a little bit i i, I think the influence for me was uh, i ended up um 
attending Villanova University uh, on a track and field mm-hmm. scholarship, um, running uh, cross country and track in, in Philadelphia, New York. And my teammates um, uh, and classmates, a lot of them were from New York. So uh, I remember, I think it was my freshman year, said, hey, we're going to get on a train and go up and watch the New York City Marathon. Yeah. And I had not, I don't think I'd ever been to New York at the time. So we made our way into Manhattan. And at the time, the New York City Marathon, I think, had 10,000 participants, which, which was amazing. And to see uh, what I had not seen before was, a, was the, mm-hmm. an event of that magnitude at that point in time. Um, it really moved me. And um, uh, I got to know Fred Lebo, who was the founder of the New York Roadrunners and a founder of the New York City Marathon. So he, he, was, he, he shared a lot of insight with me. But I, I can remember uh, watching marathon runners come by. And my teammates, they were the elite guys at the time, which was the Frank Shorters and the Bill Rogers. Uh, they came sailing by. And, um, and my teammates went back across the park to the, to the finish line. And I stayed there and watch this stream of participants come by. And I, my perspective was from the, from the more competitive side of it, obviously. But uh, I was amazed that as these participants came by, um, how um, each of them, you know, they, were, they had no chance of winning, no chance of finishing in the top 100 or 200 or 500 mm-hmm. or running three hours or four hours. But they were committed at each of those levels and it was all shapes and sizes. And um, and the and the people that were cheering them on, so that was like you know that really stuck with me. That that as the as the as it got deeper into the field, the crowds got louder and more yeah. and more enthusiastic. So I said that's that's pretty amazing. And then as an athlete, um, I was invited by Fred Lebo to compete in, in some of the Roadrunner events, and and uh, I kind of I kind of got there was an intrigue got with the bug, that. yeah. And he was he he said some very insightful things to me. I mean he he. It was his idea to take the marathon into the boroughs of New York. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, you have to take the marathon to the people. The people aren't necessarily going to come to the marathon. Yeah. And that's something that still sticks with me. And um, he, was a, he was a relationship guy. And he was a, he, 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 and some of the things that I do that he did, I walked the course. I walked parts of the course. And yeah. from year to year, things changed. So he was very influential. Um, but I, I just felt... Growing up in the Chicagoland area, uh, this is such a Chicago sports, mm-hmm. it's a great sports town. And um, I felt from the beginning that we could have an event that could match or exceed the Boston Marathon or the New York Marathon. I just thought all the pieces were here. It mm-hmm. would just take time to, to fit them together. Interesting. So in 1992, you kind of took over operations, kind of everything from the founder of it, Lee Flaherty. Um, and I found an article from the Chicago Tribune, October 20th, 1992. And Lee said, I believe an organization can grow with one person who is totally focused on it, lives it, breathes it, and is totally devoted to it. Carrie will take it to a new plateau. So I thought that was wow. kind of a cool, cool thing to read 31 years later. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's, um, that's a very nice thing to say at the time uh, and to have it uh, come to fruition even more so. Yeah. So, I, you know, I will always... Uh, you know, uh, thank Lee for the opportunity and the, and the support way back. You know, right. Was, so Lee, Lee was kind of an interesting character too, right? He passed away last year and there's a really good article for, uh, on, on him after his death by Neil Steinberg from the New York Times, or not New York Times, Chicago Sun-Times. Um, 
those but he like he helped find found it yeah and everything. he was what he was one of the guys at the beginning and helped yeah. fund it and he was the big advocate for it and yeah. uh, uh he was a runner uh back then which was really uh wasn't mm-hmm. part of the ma- a mainstream activity it was kind of almost an extreme and qualified for the boston marathon so it was his right. uh his vision so in the same article you say your this is your quote we are poised to give New York and Boston a run for their money. <laughs> That's <Wow>. pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So thirty-three years later, <laughs> what was the big, what, what has been the biggest change? I mean, is it is it societal? Is it digital? Is it you know because digital it's like a, you know obviously social media is getting people in the running. And, I, I think that um, here in Chicago, the marathon grew with the city. The city. Uh, um, in, in the last 30, 30 some odd years, I think the city mm-hmm. has gone through a transformation and obviously the marathon has grown with it. Um, when I started, Chicago was uh, one of our uh, colleagues in one of the uh, industries said Chicago's not a running city. It'll never be a running city. But if you look at the lakefront and yeah. all of the aspects of it and, and what we have in the, in, the, in the communities around Chicago, it has become a running city. And, um, and I, all of those things... Um, like I said, it was like pieces of the puzzle. They were there. Yeah. They just needed to be fit together. And, and that's something that we, uh, we set out to do. And uh, each year we got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And um, I think our reputation started to grow. And, um, and as our numbers started to grow, we started to take notice. It became, started to become uh, an economic force. All of a sudden people were you know, booking hotel rooms right. and uh, we, we needed more space and we started growing. And, and I think some of the things that um, that we do starting and finishing in this in Grant Park, which is a, a, an amazing venue, which so many events are staged there, mm-hmm. but working with the park district, a convenience factor, flat course, tour of an amazing city, all of those pieces um, people had heard about. And I, and I, you know, still when we when we focus with some of our participants, what comes to the top is they, you know, they watched on TV or someone told them it was a great event. The operations were wonderful. The, the way that it's staged right. it was a great experience. And I think that's something we've never gotten away from. So we, we took a gradual approach yeah. to each year grew and then the corporate community that supports us uh, on board. So, um, it's, and that was the biggest thing like facing you in 1992 was finding a really good long-term corporate sponsor right exactly and i and i think a lot of a lot of times uh events look for the the sponsor first Mm -hmm. and we were able to 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 work on the 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 event itself the operations and at the same time from the ground up yeah and then and then obviously bringing the sponsors to the event so we kind of met in the middle but finding a sponsor that recognizes uh the potential of the event the facets of the event and what Mm -hmm. it's about is is so key we've got an amazing title sponsor and and bank of america which is uh which is all in and they will be the uh, primary sponsor in the boston marathon moving forward so um we're looking forward to that we're going to be doing more with um with chicago and boston we've we've had a great relationship the last 30 years but we're going to be working uh together on some other aspects too so were there any other real big jumps that you can point to and say okay this made this jump this made this jump yeah i i think so um I mean, I think with the elite athletes, uh, in the early 80s, you had uh, Joan Samuelson, Ingrid mm-hmm. Christensen. Joan set the American record in 1985. And then you had Steve Jones, 
who is still one of our uh, event ambassadors. He'll be here. Joan will be here uh, marathon weekend. Yeah. But Steve uh, kind of reinvented the marathon, his aggressive front-running style where he broke the world record in 2004 and then came back and missed it by a couple of seconds yeah. in 2005 in very difficult weather conditions. But it, 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 it really propped the event up as, a, as a, uh, a, an event to go fast it's a, mm-hmm. it's an it's a it's a route it's a course it's an environment where athletes can can go very fast and then you have to think of some of the you know Catherine Dereba who broke the women's world record here and uh, the great Khalid Kanuchi um, who reinvented the marathon and yeah. that all took place here and then Paula Radcliffe came back and broke the world record I think we had some very uh, dynamic athletes that came here right. and performed in an amazing and and that added to the aura and the and the notoriety and the visibility but yeah um and they went fast and broke records and that that was amazing khalid was the first um and it broke steve's course record and the world record here so the women's world record bridget koskai still is in chicago the men's record is in berlin yeah. for now i was gonna say do you have a uh, a friendly rivalry with berlin we do. and we yeah. do we are very, very close with the uh, yeah. Berlin Marathon, and we've gone back and forth with world records. Um, they have the men's. Iliad Kipchoge holds the men's world record in mm-hmm. Berlin, and um, we have Bridget Koskai here in Chicago with the women's I mean, You guys are record. partners as part of the Abbott World Majors, but obviously you guys are competing for, for appearances and world record bids. Sure. Like what is, what's that relationship like? It, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's refreshing and fun because we are, uh, we are collaborators. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, each of the events, I, I think the, one of the great aspects is like Berlin goes two weeks before Chicago and our medical director will talk to the Berlin Mer- medical director yeah. on operations and anything that they came across or any wrinkles or maybe there's a, a new technology or some, there's some new, uh, there's some new elements that we, that we can see or trends that, that they're seeing that yeah. they share with us. So it allows us to prepare a little bit better. Um, and then that information we share with New York mm-hmm. and um, the New York Marathon team comes out to observe Chicago. So uh, there's a lot of sharing of best practices. There's a lot of com- camaraderie. Collectively, we want to see the sport get better. We want to see yeah. the experience for our participants get better. But there's also, you know, there's, you know, I mean, I would like nothing better to take that world record from Berlin yeah. And bring it back here to Chicago. So we'll we see. see. I think um, I think you're going to see Ilya Kipchoge. Uh, he I think he try he'll try to maybe go fast. And then we have a very fam- uh, amazing athlete that's making a Chicago debut, Kelvin Kiptum, mm-hmm. who who uh, won the the uh, London Marathon. He'll be exciting too. So yeah. should make for some great races. Look forward to that. Pray pray for good record conducive weather. You never know what can happen. Um, well, race directors always be runners. I mean, I, I, obviously, the, this first, like, wave of it, like, you kind of yeah. have to be into it. But, like, now is this next generation? I don't know, like, is a person who, like, whenever someone's going to take over for you, do you think they'll be a runner? I, I, th- I, would, I would hope so. I think it, it adds, it gives you some perspective. Yeah. Um, it, it, it allows you to uh, kind of see what our participants see and feel what our participants feel. So yeah. um, I would hope so. And if not they would become a runner. So. Yeah. All right. I want to wrap this up here in a little bit, but uh, like, I guess the other part, I think, you know, from the outside, the growth of uh, the Chicago marathon is first time runners. It's, it's a 
marathon that is attractive to first-time runners. It's in the middle of the country. It's in the fall, good conditions, and it's a flat course. So what has that done to kind of really to grow it? Oh, I think that's, I think that's a, a big part of, of uh, what we do with the Abbott World Marathon Majors is the six-star journey where people, yeah. uh, their, their goal is to complete all six uh, of the majors. But I think it's a great starting point, I think, uh, for people that want to experience their first event it, and, and the route, it's mm-hmm. it's flat, it's accessible, the family support, you can get to different locations. Uh, the majority of our out-of-town guests can walk from their hotel yeah. room to the start line. They can walk from the finish line to the hotel. I think that adds a lot. It takes a bit of the stress. I know it, it, it works very well with our elite athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's uh, I think that's part of the of the um, um, experience that we've captured and, yeah. and, is part, and goes synonymous with the event experience. Are you able to tell how many people start off their six star in Chicago? We, is it we, the largest percentage? We or? can. We yeah. can. We, we uh, gosh, the number here. We have, since we started the six star program, we've had 12,490 individuals that have run all six, wow. started and finished all six. I think we'll have about 198 that will uh, get their six-star medal at the okay. finish line in Chicago. So it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I think I would like to say, I, don't, I mean, there's some other amazing uh, events, the Ironman. But right now, I think the, one of the most coveted medals is the six-star finisher yeah. medal that uh, that people aspire to. It's if very you're, cool. If you live in the endurance platform world, it's one of the, it's the most popular. Well, it's not only finishing six marathons, but it's getting to Tokyo. It's getting to Berlin or, you know, vice versa. Exactly. Well, my, my daughter ran the London marathon and she, she called me and said, Hey dad, you know, I'm going to run the London marathon. I said, that's a, that's a good goal. That's, that's something to aspire to. She goes, Oh no, I'm going to run. I'm going to run this year. I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) And she goes, you're going to London, aren't you? And I go, yeah. She goes, well, now I am. I'm just, <laughs> I'll just hang out with you. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's like, all right. And then, and then, uh, obviously, my wife Sue. Hey, I heard that uh, you guys are going to London. I got to go too. So it, it turned out to a family. Awesome. So it turned out for a very family, a very good family yeah. vacation. And my daughter had a great time and ran, ran great. And I traditionally at our other majors. I'll watch the start of the race. I'm more uh, concerned race morning with the, or my focus is on the, uh, on the elite athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, but my daughter, so I became a, a kind of a general participant and went out on the course with oh, okay. my wife and got to see my daughter at the 14 and 18 mile mark. But I, we got out there early and I saw uh, Kelvin Kiptum come mm-hmm. by and I, I was 10 feet from him when he came past 14 mile mark 18 mile mark and i turned to my wife and i said we got to get this guy <laughs> he is he is uh amazing athlete i'm so excited to have him here in chicago um and uh you know i think he's going to do something special i have not seen an athlete uh like him uh that just runs so free he's he's cut from the same cloth of the great khalid kanuchi mm-hmm. the late sammy wanjuru uh, great champions that we've had in Chicago. He's okay. just uh, free and uh, not concerned with anything. It's yeah. it's it's he's such a natural uh, athlete. We're we're excited to have him. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, what is your advice to first time Chicago Marathon entrants? I think it's a pat answer. If you would, you mentioned Andrew Spozo is going to be uh, multiple marathon runner, competitive yeah. in his age group. Or if you talk to Hal Higdon, I think the first marathon, especially in Chicago, 
There's a lot of energy, a lot of crowds, a lot of things going on. Don't get swept up in the excitement. You want to make sure that you stay okay. with your pace. You want to stay in the routine that got you to the starting line. Don't mm-hmm. try anything different. Okay. And you want to come at it with a concern. I'm speaking to you, too. <laughs> I see you, Kevin, you're That's nodding. That's fine. I'm, I'm listening. You're nodding. But you don't want to, you don't want to get, you don't want to go, oh, this, I feel great. You, you, yeah. don't want, you want to, you know, uh, contain your adrenaline, your enthusiasm. And you want to get through the first race, say, ah, this is great. I could have done a little bit more or that. You know, you, yeah. you just want to, the last couple of miles, you want to be able to, to get through it and enjoy it and take it in. And then your second one, you can think about I got qualifying that. for Boston or running a little bit faster. I mean, that has been my approach all along, but like my training has been going well. So I, these last couple of weeks, I've been like, I feel like I'm almost a little too cocky. So it's like, this is a really weird thing that like you well, just want to like and, have a good balance. And your, and your training, obviously, as, as you build up, um, and then there's the taper where you pull yeah. back and you, and you're, building reserves you want to make sure that you know we hear stories about people that go tear the they don't have to do their they have to, all they do have to rest so they tear the walls out of the bathroom or something <laughs> because they have all they start you know painting the house or something yeah. because they have all this energy you really gotta it's that's going to be the hardest part Just managing is, is containing that the mental yeah. side of it because okay. you've been in such a such a great routine okay all right lightning round very quick answers to these questions favorite mile of the course Oh, wow. Uh, I probably the last mile at Michigan Avenue where we, where we make the turn on Roosevelt Road. That's a big crowd mm-hmm. um, uh, gathering point. I was going to say Chinatown. My, I was going to say my favorite mile would be when I'm done. When you're <laughs> the done. The very last one. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Most race party. <laughs> yeah. um, there's so many great points along the course um, that people enjoy. Um, but yeah, I think I think the last mile coming up Michigan Avenue, you make the turn on Roosevelt and then in, up on Columbus Drive. Gotcha. Favorite year of the marathon? Oh, you know, I, I would have to take the years where we had world records um, because uh, understand the work went all the things that went right mm-hmm. and and culminating in a world record. Uh, I think 2019 was a great year because for me, we had had four world records and they had come pretty early on yeah. and I was kind of questioning whether we would if we could produce another one have we had our, our our turn with the world records and then you know a magnificent athlete like Bridget Koskai comes along and just throws the stopwatch over right. her shoulder and goes out and breaks the world record in Chicago and it re-energized me and reintroduced me to like Hey, we can go fast again. We hold the world record for the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruth Chepengedich last year was on world record pace. Right. So that part of the consciousness of Chicago is back. So okay. um, that was fun. How do you celebrate the night of the marathon? We have uh, a, a reception. We call it our champions reception, where we uh, we celebrate our mm-hmm. our uh, our um, our winners, our friends, and uh, and then I'll make my way over to. Uh, Miller's Pub or someplace to enjoy a couple of Goose Island beers, I guess. Gotcha. Will another marathon ever get added to the world majors? Which one and when? I, I think so. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had uh, interest, and two cities have mm-hmm. applied. Sydney, which is uh, Australia, is such a sports-crazy country. Yeah. Uh, they did a magnificent job with the with the Olympics. They had World Cup soccer there, mm-hmm. uh, and their um, their marathon is on a wonderful tra- trajectory. We don't have an event like that in that part of the world. Um, the other one is Cape Town, okay. which is another unique part of the world. Um, mm-hmm. Africa, that city, South Africa, 
uh, an amazing country, sports-minded country. So those two are in the evaluation process now. Oh, awesome. So that's, that's pretty cool. And then all those people have con- completed the six. We'll now have another maybe one or two to run. So they'll have to, Yeah, they'll have to go back and, uh, and get training again. All right, final one. We're in the middle of uh, CHGO Ranks Week. We're ranking the top 25 Chicago athletes of all time. Who is your favorite Chicago athlete of all time? I'd have to say Walter Payton. Yeah. Um, what he did uh, with not a lot around him, um, the records he set. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, if you look at 14-game season um, in the old Soldier Field yeah. on that hard turf, uh, he was amazing. Uh, just a amazing competitor, and um, I got to go with Walter Payton. Cool. Well, that's my answer, too, so I knew we would get along, Kerry. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for, for stopping by. It was a great honor to have you here. No, um, thanks for having me. For being a first-time entrant, to be able to talk to the race director is, is a very cool thing. So appreciate well, all that you do. I hope you, I hope it, you found it interesting, but uh, we'll awesome. be looking for you at the finish line. You know Goose Island has uh, – we have got a wonderful tradition with, uh, with Goose Island. They will have uh, a customized yeah. finisher can. I saw the artwork for it. So. I saw it last week, too. I was so, at the tap room. So when you, the going gets tough, you get yeah. there, and maybe you're not feeling – just think about that 16-ounce can of uh, 312 Goose Island. I had uh, another guy on. He said one of the, one of the secrets is nobody, nobody keeps track of how much you take. So I was like, <laughs> if you want two beers, you can take it. I don't, can I take one home did, from my wife? You didn't get that Why from not? Carrie, but anyhow. <laughs> hey, everyone, thanks for Why joining not? us. Thanks for your support of the CHGO Marathon. We will see you next week.